0: gamers to the uninformed gamers podcast i am your host mason or rad dreams from rad dreams review and joining me as always are my compatriots we have i chameleon i or chris yo and we have the darkness tiger also known as devon that's me what's up yes I am back this week. I do apologize for missing last week. I don't like to miss our podcast episodes, but life did call, and as they say, life does find a way.
1: That is perfectly fine. No reason to apologize, even though I will tell the listeners, if you did not listen to last week's episode, feel free to pause here. Give that last episode a listen and then listen to this one. Yeah, Because last week's episode was especially comical.
0: Yeah, it, it really was. was. It, I'm so <laughs> sad I missed it too.
1: <laughs> no, no, it's all right. You're back, you're back, and you're back again. Um, yes. Before you joined the chat, you we almost actually didn't have you on this one because you couldn't get into the Discord. And you mentioned that you got a new phone.
0: Yes, I did get a new phone. That's one of my things that I have been doing lately.
1: All right, let's go ahead and elaborate. If you want to start us out,
0: sure. So, uh, in the past, roughly two weeks, the only gaming I've been doing was, you know, Elden Ring. Still, um, made some really good progress. Made it to the Atlas Plateau. I beat the one of the bigger bosses and actually got a great rune that I can equip, so that's really cool. Uh, I was Margid, not Margit. I know they they've got some yes. names, but yeah, Margid, not Git. I, I faced him, took me like three tries. He wasn't really that hard to be real. Um I was kind of disappointed by him.
2: <laughs> Damn, all right, flex machine. I see uh, you. I yeah. see you.
0: And then I beat this like gold dude, I think, I forget his name, but it was like Godric the gold or some shit like that. He was kind of cool to fight.
2: Yeah, yeah, he was.
0: I enjoyed him heavily. How many bosses are there in Elden Ring? There's a lot. I don't know how many off the top of my head, but there there's a lot. Because when you account for side bosses and main bosses, there's a lot.
1: Yeah, I, I, I look at Elden Ring as a game that looks very entertaining, but my backlog is too big right now.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm right there with you, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're working you're in front of me right now. Uh, <laughs> but, um,
0: while while I'm speaking on Elden Ring, just a, a real quick shout-out to Let Me Solo Her for killing Melania a thousand times. He's He's why absolute machine, absolute mad lad he he's uh he's a, a a man amongst or a god amongst men rather
2: what a weirdo that's yeah, crazy <laughs> so
0: what, what, what he's been doing if you don't know the story those listening is this guy by the name of let me solo her joins random people's games and basically kills Milena for them and he does it while soloing her a lot of times not taking any damage and he does it without armor
1: my kind of guy
0: yeah he he's like he's he's like a big flexer when it comes to that game he's very very skilled so i i give the guy props congratulations on the achievement and uh, i i definitely look forward to seeing more from you
1: apparently there are a total of 120 bosses in Elden ring
0: oh that's a that's a good amount
1: that's too many i'll never play it now
0: yeah but yes yeah, so, um the other thing that i have been occupied with is messing around with my new phone that i had to purchase So funny story my old phone is a or was a lg g8 from 2019 like towards the end of 2019 and you no, know, i've had it for a long time so much so that i Found out that LG just flat out stopped making phones. I didn't know that. So I, I love what,
1: I love it when you said the, the phone model, I literally thought <laughs> to myself, What the hell is that?
0: Yeah,
2: that is funny. Yeah, yeah. I, I used to sell those, um, the LG models, but yeah, they, I think it was about three years ago.
0: Yeah, they stopped making it like right after I purchased the G8. damn it's it's fucking insane dude like when he told me that they didn't make phones anymore i was just like bruh what (laughs) what do you mean uh so i ended up replacing that old phone with a motorola edge plus a what it's called it's called a a motorola edge plus
1: do they do they still make motorolas
0: oh yeah they're, they're actually making a comeback
1: Oh, okay, just like BlackBerry. Like,
0: I'm not even like joking with you. Like, it's called the Moto, but yeah, the Moto Edge Plus. It it's a solid freaking phone. To be completely real, the the cameras awesome. The cameras insane. Uh, the s- screen is very nice and uh, convenient for me in terms of like the size and how it feels. Sound quality is mm-hmm. great. Uh, overall just no issues with it the only issues i have is just resetting up all of my apps and you know that's about it really
1: now i have a question out of all the uh number one phones out there whether you're looking at the samsung galaxy the pixel pro the iphones why did you not go with one of those and you went with a and motorola is still a cell phone brand i will give you mm-hmm. that but i would not consider the motorola to be in the top three.
0: No, so the my reasoning is it was uh, one, affordable, two, available, uh, three, it's not so much different than your higher end phones that are currently out there. The only discrepancies that I personally find with this one is that when you take photos at night, they don't look quite as good and in terms of the uh, durability of the phone itself i would like the durability to just be a tad better not to say it's bad it's just it could use more reinforcement right and then yeah you know the flat price of the phone itself uh is expensive but luckily i had trade-ins and and other goodies to apply towards this phone so it ended up only costing me like 85 bucks out the door
2: awesome that's awesome that's good stuff so, yeah i have a like i have a like not super like uh main mainline line phone i have the one plus line of phones mm-hmm. um and it's still it's it's actually still pretty like really good like they have some stuff that other phones haven't like incorporated yet like uh for example it, it only takes me about 20 minutes to charge my phone from like zero to 100 um That's really good yeah yeah it's got a in-screen fingerprint reader um so like you don't need a like a button or anything uh it still has like the face uh you guys like still unlock it with your face like the iPhones do now and mm-hmm. I'm sure like the uh the Galaxies do so I'm all for like some of those other uh, other brands it's they deserve some recognition they do some Mm -hmm. good things
0: see Uh, no go ahead ahead. i was gonna say um what's interesting about the edge plus is in terms of performance it's actually better than the samsung galaxy s22 and the google pixel pro 6
1: it's funny that you say that that's wild yeah But it is funny that you say that, because um, I was actually at the T-Mobile store uh, before I left for Brazil, because that's where I'm currently at. And I had to get a new uh, SIM card so I can be Mm. on the T-Mobile network or whatever. And I noticed that I've had my uh, iPhone XS uh, Max for quite a while. Uh, It's in perfectly good condition. There's literally nothing wrong with it. Even the battery life is acceptable. But I also thought, you know what, it's finally time that I finally upgrade. So me having an iPhone and the previous phone before this was an iPhone and the phone before that I think was a Samsung. I'm like, you know what, I'm probably going to go with another iPhone, the 13 Pro Max or whatever. And then I'm looking at the 13 Pro Max and I'm like, wow, this is really not that different than the phone I currently have. So when I look at that, I'm like, "Mm, I don't know. I walk over to whatever the Samsung uh, flagship phone currently is. And I'm like, you know what? This looks nice. And then I walked over to the Google Pixel Pro and I'm like, wow, I like the way the photography on this camera is. Um, But at the end of the day, I was just like, at this current moment, I don't see as big of a need for me to upgrade as of this current moment. I think I'm going to wait until a little bit later in the year to see what upgrades the new generation of phones are going to bring before... I take the plunge, but at that current moment, I was just like, "Hmm, there does not seem to be a reason for me to drop a lot of coin." Because, as y'all know, the iPhone 13 Pro Max is very expensive, as well as the whatever the leader lead flagship phone of Samsung. The Google Pixel Pro is actually cheaper than I thought it would be. Yeah, it's it's just not the right time for me at this current moment.
2: Yeah. If you guys are ever, like, trying to, like, wait for a deal and you're, like, cool with your phone in its shape that it is currently, um, actually, Black Friday, unfortunately, is actually, the like, the best time of year to buy a new phone. They're, like, legit really? almost, like, half price. It's wow. crazy.
1: But do you really want to get into a fist fight over a phone? Oh, you can do
2: it all through chat. You don't even have to go in the store.
0: Yo, oh, snap. That's even better.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me i bought like uh i bought my like when i had my first pixel the it was a pixel 2 or 3 but on black friday i literally saved and it was it had only been out for like a month or something and i saved like uh like three or four hundred dollars well it was insane so yeah just look on those days like usually usually all manufacturers for some reason like that is one thing like that is always cheaper is cell phones (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah i think i might just wait until then because all iphones released in september anyway so yep. I, mean, I might might as well just wait but the problem is and hey we're getting into well i don't hate that we're getting into cell phone because this is a part of the technology world but it seems like we're going past the like massive upgrades per phone like
0: yeah i would agree them, with that
1: all of them now are really just incremental upgrades mm-hmm. little tweaks here and there
0: it's funny that you bring that up, Devin, because the same line of thinking can be applied to cars as well, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, um, I know right now, um, Mason, you work for Ford, so you know yes. this better than anybody, that uh, the major transition right now is from gas to electric.
0: Yes, that is where we are headed.
1: And Ford has the new F-150 Lightning, and I can talk mm-hmm. about this for a second because I'm already saying the markups. Yes. Uh, some dealerships are marking up them by one hundred thousand dollars. Yep. So, which makes the base, which makes the actual MS not the MSRP, but the selling price one hundred forty eight thousand or one hundred fifty one thousand. And Ford is doing something a little bit differently than Tesla did with their Cybertruck. They did not want to deviate too much from what a Ford F one hundred and fifty looked like.
0: No, because it's such an iconic uh, style and image for their, like I would argue, flagship truck.
1: Oh, yeah. And I wouldn't even argue just their flagship truck. You can literally say the flagship truck of America. The 4050 has been the best-selling truck or even vehicle for the last, what, 31 years?
0: Yeah, quite some time.
1: So I I guess we are reaching that era where, okay, it's just small. I I agree with you, Mason, where it's just small little baby Mm -hmm. steps here and there where uh, obviously some vehicles are moving into the electric transition, except for the vehicle Chris wants.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Of course. And I I was having this conversation with the guy who, you know, helped me out at uh, the Verizon store with my new phone purchases. It's interesting to me, you know, us being products of the kind of like technological boom, because, you know, all of us are within that age bracket where we kind of grew up with this rapid, Change in technology, right? So m- my comment was, it's funny to me that these new phones that come out are almost the same size as the original brick phones. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know I'm talking like with the long antennas yeah. and shit. Like mm-hmm. the phones now are almost as big as that, except they're thinner, you know, they're flat, not bricks. They're just, uh, almost as long as those old school phones. But I just think it's interesting that we're, we're kind of moving to these, you know, almost supercomputers in the palms of our hands.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty crazy. Like most honestly, in my opinion, the pixel, is probably the best phone that i've i've seen made mm-hmm. and that's because it yeah you because you, it's at that point where like technology isn't getting much better but software is
0: yeah, yeah. getting huge Thank their
2: their camera like if you if you look at it hardware wise it's actually like not that great mm. but because of the software the camera on that thing is absolutely unbelievable
1: Oh, absolutely. I seen that when I was at the store, I was actually playing with like the phone on the Google Pixel. Yeah. And I have to say like the, the, as Chris mentioned, the camera is just an okay camera, but it's the software, what you're doing mm-hmm. and you can run a demo of like editing out features and it almost, mm-hmm. is, it's almost literally just like, I'm just a casual user of a phone here. It's like, I have Photoshop quality level of editing and it's epic. Yep.
0: That's super so, cool. And uh, last
2: last little quick piece on that. Um, I remember when I uh, when I first got the pixel, I watched the like the Google event for and whatnot, and they showed like it using like a digital zoom. And for for those that don't know the difference between optical and digital zoom, optical is like a pretty like natural zoom. It's going to give you it's going to like protect the image like the like the entire time it's not going to pixelate and all that stuff but when you start to get to digital digital kind of pulls the image apart and so that's where you start to get that pixelation like they showed an absolutely absurd like zoom in from like an insane distance like something like on a bridge or something and and they were like they were like showing the zoom and like it did not pixelate like even a little bit and it was using digital zoom the entire time and because of software that is why that camera looked so good
1: i have two comments about that the first one being how do people see things cuz my hands are so shaky i would never be able to see an actual image <laughs> well, not- um
2: optical image stabilization what it's called and oh, so okay. it yeah it just it kind of like stabilizes it for you now it's not going to be crazy as shit. Like if, but if your hands are shaking, you're usually not going to notice it. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. And my second comment is uh, Google Pixel Pro, the official phone for voyeurs.
2: Huh. <laughs> why, it, why, why do you say that? Why? Have
1: you ever seen the zoom in? Because there was, there was a person on, um, I was watching this video, this review. And this person zoomed in so far into someone else's window. They zoomed into somebody's apartment window from across the city. Wow. Interesting. That's... <laughs> I felt so uncomfortable. <laughs> I was like, so you just can just zoom into people's windows, huh? From across the city, huh?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they could. I mean, <laughs> private eye, yeah, they'll do <laughs> it. <laughs>
1: private eye. Now just keep that in mind. Whenever you feel like you're being watched, it might be someone on Google Pixel Pro. <laughs> <laughs> but Chris, what have you been up to?
2: Yeah. Um so on the gaming hemisphere, um I've been playing Destiny of course, mm-hmm. but I actually have another game to add to that fray. Skyrim? Um No, absolutely not. Uh. Um <laughs> Uh it is called V Rising. Um
0: Oh yeah, yeah I remember is V Rising. That, uh, on uh, on Steam or
2: Yes. Yes, it just it just came out in early access uh yeah. yesterday actually. I-
0: I saw I saw a couple like ads for that on Steam itself and it looked super interesting.
2: Yeah. So like gameplay kind of reminded me of like uh, kind of Diablo-esque. Mm. Yeah. Um, but then because it's like you're it's like the top down, like you're looking down on your character and walking around. Um, but then it has like survival mechanics like you you have like you're a vampire. You can't be out in the sunlight. If you stay on the sunlight too long, you'll catch fire. Um, it's got like um like uh you could build your own little castle. Uh you like level up and you get uh get more abilities unlocked and you can like kind of deck your character out however you want. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty it's pretty deep for what it is. I was I was honestly as surprised. I was like I had like a little coupon on Steam, so I I got it for like 15 bucks. So I was like, this is well worth the worth it.
1: Worth the price of admission?
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, my only complaint is there's no controller support, and I just I really hate playing keyboard and mouse. But I'm dealing with it. It's a it's a good game.
1: It's funny that you say that. I, have I do cl- want to pick that up. Uh, it's Fun. Chris, would you be willing to next week give us a full review for it?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. I just I just started today, so I only, I only got to play for like 30 minutes, and I got fucking really busy. Um, but yeah, yeah, I can do that.
1: Yeah, give us a review. Uh, Write us something and give us a good uh, Uninformed Gamers review next week at the end of our segment. But it is funny you say that it doesn't have controller support, because I have a friend who is currently working uh, his way through Elden Ring with a keyboard and a mouse.
0: Hmm. And and he said it's
1: the worst thing he's ever done in his life.
0: Oh, I can imagine, because there's a lot of things to keep track of in Elden Ring. It, it, It just doesn't kind of function well with a keyboard and mouse, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, that would be a terrible experience.
1: He said he's so far has yet to beat a single boss, and he's played the game for three days straight.
0: Eesh. He should. Why doesn't he uh, like equip a controller to his computer? Well, that's what I
1: asked him. I was just like, uh, so are you going to abandon the game or just get switched to controller? And he was like, I'm not abandoning it entirely. Still finding uh, a video that gets me a good run is an annoying long tutorial. He's, but he's probably just going to go ahead and relent and get a controller because the mouse yeah, and well, keyboard just doesn't work.
0: I mean, there, there there are just some games that function better with a controller. That's just a fact. Yep,
1: and there are some games that function better with, 100% with a keyboard.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of shooters are, I would argue, sometimes better on PC in terms of, like, uh, shooting and aiming and all of that other nuanced stuff that's why you get a lot of complaints from like csgo players who are like "Ah, you're a pc player
1: (laughs) no i fully understand that um but what i have been up to this week last last week we uh chris and i discussed that i had downloaded trek to yumi which is on xbox game pass And I wasn't able to give a very good impression because I actually had not gotten that far. And the reason I have not gotten that far is because I, being the achievement whore and 100%er I have to be, decided I'm going to play this game at 100% Ronin difficulty, the hardest difficulty possible.
0: You're mad, lad?
1: Oh, I'm going to tell you right now, Mason. After my 30th death on the first, not even boss, (laughs) just the first enemy, I said F this, I'm starting from the beginning. I put I switched to easy mode.
2: Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, he, so, he
0: broke. <laughs> like what, what made you decide to try to play it on that very difficult setting in the first place?
1: Because there's an achievement that if you beat it, Oh yeah, get, yeah, yeah. It, okay. Yeah. You did difficult.
0: say you were, you were an achievement whore. I forgot. Oh yeah.
1: And I, I chased it down. And after like no matter what I would do, I cannot beat this first enemy on the hardest difficulty. And I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to drop to easy. When I tell you I killed this guy in like a split second, I almost thought, oh, I need to just go back to the hardest difficulty. again. <laughs>
0: uh.
1: And I'm glad I switched it to easy because right after that fight, you have to fight two or three guys in a row. And I just think that the leap from easy to the hardest difficulty is just too big of a leap in my opinion. I think that it's just the... The difficulty mechanics are just, in my opinion, a little bit broken for the Ronin side, considering I was able to do um, Death's Door with an umbrella on the hardest difficulty just fine. Yeah. And so I switched to easy. I've been playing through it. I really like the art, artistic style. I uh, like the story it's telling. The gameplay leaves a little bit to be desired because I just wish the uh, combat was a little bit quicker. Um, but overall, I, I don't hate it. Now, I mentioned that I was, I'm in Brazil. And normally when I'm in Brazil, I'm very limited to what I can play, considering I can only play stream games on my iPhone or mm-hmm. my Surface Pro. I can't play yeah. on my Surface Pro iPhone. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's freaking stupid. I hate it. And I, I'm i going to write um, Microsoft a strongly worded letter. Um, but this time, before I, it was time for me going to fly back, I'm going to be in Brazil for two weeks, I was like, I don't think I can go another two weeks without gaming. Uh, yeah
0: problem, that is yeah, a long time
1: it's a long time and there's there's a lot of stuff i want to get done and get caught up on uh, but the problem is the xbox series x is not the smallest most portable console
3: mm-hmm.
1: it, it's chunky it's massive it doesn't fit in my book bag very comfortably you know plus my headset the power cord the whole thing it just doesn't work so i actually went to uh, amazon.com uh and i actually ended up p- purchasing a uh an actual Xbox Series X carrying case. And if you're on X, if you're on Amazon and you're looking for a carrying case, it is called the USA Gear Xbox Series X carrying case compatible with Xbox Series X console and Xbox Series S, customizable interior for Xbox controller, Xbox games, gaming headsets and more gaming accessories and it's green. And I will say it is the literal perfect size. It is per- like literally it's much smaller than a carry-on. It fit my Xbox. You could strap it down. It fit my controller. It fit my uh, new headset. It fit everything that I needed to have. And I was able to sling it over my my shoulder. Uh, When I was going through check-in, I didn't even need to take it out of the bag for them to scan it. And so far, I was able to bring my Xbox Series X, and I've been very happy with it.
2: That's awesome. That's really good.
1: Yep. It was $99, which is a little bit, but when I, when I bought it, I was like, okay, it's going to be worthwhile. Do I think it's worth $99? No, I'd probably say closer to 69, but yeah. you know what? It, it's fine for what it is. So it's I, only
2: that much as a niche item, to be honest.
1: Literally. It's literally just a niche yeah. item.
0: Yeah. I, I would kind of agree with that. And if, I,
1: and if I didn't need it in like 48 hours, I'm sure I could have found one much cheaper and a much better value, but I needed it within sure. a certain, certain time. So what I've been playing, just been working my way through Guardians of the Galaxy, which again I absolutely adore. Um, now I'm in June or July. In July, the new Formula One 2022 comes out, so I've been working my way through Formula One 2021. Now I've been the problem with me with racing games is that the difficulty level is not high enough for me on most racing games. Gran Turismo doesn't count. And Formula One, I've been able to like win races by like a 45, up to a minute margin. I've been able to lap people multiple times. So this time around, when I hopped in the game, I'm like, you know what, let me just bump the difficulty up. It's on a scale of 0 to 100. I kept it around the 60, 65. I'm like, you know what, let me bump it up to 90. After doing a little bit of research, they said, do not bump it up to 90 because Formula One drivers don't even race at the ninety to- the, the 90 difficulty level. They race at around 78, 79. So I'm like, oh, this is gonna be fun. Bump it up to 90. And the first lap, I am like, oh, this shit is difficult. Like, I am like five seconds behind everybody. But as I progress, I'm like, okay, I'm just able to set the fastest time. I'm able to get like, when you do qualifying races, you have to like set the fastest time that determines your position. Beforehand, I was setting times about 20 seconds faster than everybody else. Now I'm setting times about 0.05 seconds faster than everybody else. So I'm like, okay, mm, this, it's
0: this, getting it's getting down to the wire.
1: It's getting much more close and much more competitive because I found the game started to get boring because I was I was I was going so quickly. So I set my qualifying time. I'm like, okay, this looks a little bit more like what it should be. And everything was going good until the race started. I don't know what happened between qualifying and what happened between when the race started but shit went wrong quickly (laughs) and not in the way you're thinking the level difficulty, which was still 90 was almost as if it went back to 62. I was able to finish my last race with a 28 second margin ahead of everybody else. What? I don't know what happened. I was able to, I don't know if I got quicker or if the game just got slower, but the level 90 difficulty did not work out because I was just too quick. So next time I play the game, I'm actually going to set it at Impossible Difficulty 100, which is not beatable, to see if I can beat Formula One. So Mm, I will do this and I will report back next week on the next podcast episode to see if I can beat Formula One at the highest level of difficulty where there are zero errors and zero mistakes.
2: Real quick question. Are you using wheel or the controller?
1: I'm, since it's Xbox, I'm using the controller. If it was okay, real, okay. it probably wouldn't be as successful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, you guys, ready to hop into our first topic?
0: Yes, 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 and it is a very, very exciting topic in, in my eyes. We're we're hitting the ground running. You know, sometimes it works out that way on the uninformed gamers podcast. But the game that we will be speaking on is the Super Smash Brothers clone. Yes, we have another one. I know, I know. Literally.
3: Uh,
0: it is the Warner Brothers Multiverse Battle Royale game. It's an upcoming free-to-play crossover fighting, you know, game. Yes. <laughs> so. Yes,
2: yes, yes. It's so
0: great. <laughs> like it's i can't believe this is free to play uh honestly because they dropped the trailer and the trailer looks pretty damn dope if i'm if i'm gonna be honest like it looks really fun
2: who are you most excited to see
0: uh <laughs> this is gonna be a troll <laughs> comment, but I'm actually really excited for Shaggy. Same, same. that's same. Same.
2: exactly
1: I was
0: <laughs> <laughs> excited to see Shaggy. Like, I'm for the being, memes, baby. Like uh, I'm here for the memes. Like <laughs> the, the fact that the developers like recognize the power of the meme with him is fucking amazing. Like they just <laughs> they leaned so hard into the Shaggy meme. It's so great. I love it. I love
1: that. After watching the trailer, I, I love going straight to the comments. Yes. And somebody was just like, they finally realized Shaggy's true power. Yes. And someone replied to them. They're like, no, they haven't. Not yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they, they've only scratched the surface. He's over 9,000. <laughs> <laughs> the other part of the trailer that I really enjoyed a lot was the fact that the Iron Giant and Superman got to meet.
1: Well, that was definitely a surprise. That was
0: that was was like a a good nostalgia tickle because I grew up with you know the Iron Giant as well as Superman. And if you remember from the film Iron Giant, like he resonated very well with Superman.
1: He literally did, and just like Superman, he also died.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, Superman got brought back, so yeah. And Iron
1: Damn.
0: Oh, what spoiler alert?
2: No, was, there is no spoiler there. Everyone knows that.
0: I mean, there's literally a comic or a comic. Excuse me, called the Death of Superman. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: so, random fun fact: Do you guys know who did the voice of the Iron Giant?
0: Um, I'm trying to remember. Wasn't it Vin Diesel? It was Vin Diesel. Damn.
2: Damn. All right, Mason. Good shit. Yeah, both of you. Really. My Oof. my
0: my uh, my my, uh, my film nerd is showing.
2: <laughs> i would i would have never been known honestly not at all
1: but one a couple of things that they didn't show in the trailer at least i don't think i didn't see this particular character is that it's not just going to be shaggy from the scooby-doo realm it's also going to be velma velma is also yeah I, I, I saw
0: her in the trailer like as a uh teased character
1: I am super excited because we saw we saw Batman, we saw Bugs Bunny, we saw Harley Quinn, mm-hmm. uh, Garnet from Steve's universe, Steven Universe, we saw Arya Stark, we saw the Tasmanian yes. Devil. This yes. is, this looks like it's going to be incredibly exciting. Yeah.
0: Did you get, have you
1: guys? Uh, because apparently you can sign up for the closed alpha test. Have you guys looked into that yet?
0: Not yet, but I want to.
2: Yeah, uh, I'm gonna do the same.
1: If you go into the multiverse official website, the uh, closed test runs from May 19th to the 27th. Uh, be sure to register because I was actually in the process of registering. Registering, however, uh, I stopped because it said, "Oh, you need to create a Warner Brothers account," and I'm like, "I'm good. I don't want to do that." So I'll just wait until it's officially out. But this game, this might be the game of the year. I hate to say it. Forget <laughs> Elden, Forget Elden Ring. Forget Horizon Forbidden West. It is going to be the multiverse.
0: I agree. I mean, the multiverse looks a lot of fun. Uh, I, I'm really wondering if there's going to be, like, voice acting in the game itself. Yeah, I don't,
1: that I don't know. I don't
0: know. Yeah, because, like, in the, you know, in the Nickelodeon, you no know, All-Stars fighting game there's no voice acting in it whatsoever and speaking of which hugh neutron baby let's go (laughs) let's go
2: hi Hi, i'm nigel thornberry i'm more excited
0: about nigel (laughs) uh, it's funny to me that they added hugh neutron but not jimmy
1: yeah i'm like that's so strange like who (laughs) asked
0: hugh well well hugh has more meme power that is he does Come on! I just yourself.
2: real quick. I just love that these companies all at the same time are releasing these meme games, yeah. and like they're really going with it all at once.
0: Yeah. And they're <laughs> and they're successful. But I they do should love, be.
2: Yeah,
1: I would hope so. But I do love how like Super Smash Brothers has had this realm entirely to themselves for a very long time, and then all at once, everybody was just like, "Hey, why?" <laughs> So now we're going to need, uh, because Sony, I think, had uh, Sony All-Stars or whatever that I don't recall a whole lot of people playing. Uh, Microsoft, I don't think, has enough uh, exclusive characters to do this. Um, so I, this is a very exciting time if you are into the Brawl Smash realm of gaming.
0: Mm-hmm. But I'm all in. Yeah, I'm all in as well. But mind if I change the topics for a little bit, guys? Go Let's roll it.
1: Now, one of the things that we have a tendency to talk about here is the non-fungible tokens, or NFTs for short, right? Um, And and some people might say that we hate on NFTs, and I'm not going to lie, we do, because it's stupid, in all honesty. But there was an article written by VentureBeat that talks about why gamers hate NFTs and what NFTs could do to change their mind. Let me ask both of you this question directly. What do you think? How do you? Th- how am I going to word this? What do you think NFTs would either need to do or become for you to hop on the non-fungible token train?
0: Uh, I mean, first thing, become more sustainable, less volatile, uh, not have quite as a adverse environmental impact, and have the backing of a you know monetary system such as you know the like the united states dollar you know the the yen the euro etc you know something that is tangible and has meaningful value rather than you know imaginary value but
1: um, chris what about you
2: yeah, for me, uh, it for me I actually would prefer to remove the like mon- monetary value from it. Mm. If if you're going to put an NFT in my game, it, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play the game for whatever a lot of time. I'm going to unlock the NFT uh quote quote and then I want to be able to just move it to whatever game like whatever that asset was mm-hmm. that the nft included so like for like let, let's just say let's just say i unlock the nft zelda and i want to remove her and put her in another game to play as her as like played through the game as zelda i think that kind of thing is cool i don't like anything else about the nft so no, I <laughs> uh, I, i've
0: got a sour taste in my mouth towards it what about you Devin? what do you think
1: well the thing about NFTs, and this is getting back to the article, is that they basically said to make gamers such as ourselves, even though some people don't like that term, to make gamers uh, aboard the NFT train, you have to make NFTs a part of the game and not necessarily a commodity in which you can buy. And Mm -hmm. in that, I would say, okay, I agree. Where Chris' perspective is along the lines of if I can bring Zelda into all of my games, that's epic. However, that's not really what we're saying. Oh, well, you can, you can, uh, let's take Ubisoft, for example. Ubisoft released their NFTs, which was like these guns or whatever. Oh, and Ubisoft is just like, okay, you can win these guns. And then you can like have these guns on the blockchain. And then like, you can show it off to your friends on the blockchain and prove that you own the digital certificate of this on the blockchain. I'm like, that's fucking stupid. Yeah. I don't it.
0: It's just let, flexing. That's all it is.
1: It's just flexing. I don't care about that. I'm not I don't need to flex. My life is enough of a flex. But for me Well put. Me, well I, put. I, thank you. But for me, if I'm playing, like let's say we we get into this quote-unquote metaverse, whatever this is going to be, which is really shaping up to be just Second Life 2.0 by the way. And I get an NFT from a game. Let's say I'm playing Formula 1. And after playing Formula One for a thousand hours and doing a thousand races, I get a Formula One NFT, right? I want to be able to take that NFT and put it in like my house, my garage, or even if it's just a picture, put it up in my uh, house as a picture. Mm. I don't know. I think that would be really cool because then it allows the digital asset to actually be brought from one place to another. I do not wish to pay for this. I do not believe this should be a commodity that's bought and sold. I this is a commodity that should only ever be earned. And I don't think there should be value attached to this. Like now, the
0: Hayabusa li- armor and Halo.
1: Yeah, literally. And I think that's something you should be able to display in your own, vid- other, like, own little world or other video game. Now, I am not talking about digital artists. I am not talking about that. If someone's actual job is to create digital art and we wish to purchase it, like again, if we're in this quote unquote metaverse, which again is just Second Life 2.0, if I wish to go to a friend of mine, and I actually have artist friends, and I say, hey, would you mind making me a certain product for my metaverse home or environment or whatever? Uh, Let me know how much you're charging and I will pay you and I can receive that. That's Mm -hmm. one thing. Video game companies, in my humble opinion, should not be selling this because if they're selling it, I have a feeling that they're going to um, cut corners elsewhere oh, well, we don't need to make costumes for our characters. Just bring along your own NFTs. Uh, it, it, In my opinion, NFTs in the video game world, it's just inherently scummy at this current moment.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm right there with you, Devin. Same. And, I am in the same opinion. And speaking on NFTs as well, there was a, a another development in the NFT market regarding, uh, oh, I'm trying to remember his First name off the top of my head. Oh my god. The gosh. dude
2: that wasted like $700,000 on the NFT? No.
0: Um, <laughs> There's a lot of that, Chris. Oh my gosh. Is it <laughs> Scott? I want to say it's Scott. Uh, his last name's McFarlane. Uh, Todd. Seth? Todd McFarlane. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right. So Todd McFarlane, the creator of Spawn the you know the comic and all that he recently made a nft for spawn and it pisses me off so bad
1: uh, everything is a commodity now Because like everything i
0: look i look up to him like i yeah. i like I, I looked up to him i thought he was like a really well you know well-rounded writer as well as an artist and the fact that he's jumping on the nft train it's just like come on dude
1: Well, we've reached a point in our society where everything is a commodity and everything can be sold. Yep. Whether it has any real value or not, because the value is what people are willing to pay for it. Going back to the new Ford F-150 Lightning, somebody is going to pay $150,000 for a $50,000 truck because that's just how life works now. Mm -hmm. If somebody wasn't going to do that, then a dealership would not charge that price. Stupid. Wait, well, Chris, you're in the market eventually for a Ford Bronco. The markups on Ford Broncos are ridiculous. I'm
2: about to start ordering directly from the manufacturer,
1: and that, that's <laughs> what real? the that's what the recommendation is. That if you order directly from the manufacturer and not through a third party such as a dealership, you are more likely to get your what you want at an MSRP but yep. a lot of people in this society just can't wait. Oh, I just have to have this uh the spawn NFT. It's like the first one out. Or I just have to be the first one to have a spawn out. Did you
0: nope. did you guys know that there's a show all about NFTs that's animated? No. I <laughs>
3: had
2: no idea.
0: <laughs> it, it, it's it's uh it's all about like the Bored Ape NFT and it's oh. like a it's like an animated show where I honestly don't know how it functions in terms of ownership because I, I legitimately don't know how that would work, you know, owning a NFT cartoon. I, I legit don't know the ins and outs of it, but it's on YouTube uh, in terms of like where you can find it. It's just one of the most hilarious and bad things I've ever seen. Um, if you want like a good, feel good, Hey, Hey, I'm going to shit on you sort of thing in terms of like making fun of something, watch it. It's, it's a good time.
1: They are, <laughs> they are really trying to make fetch happen and it's not going to happen. Like, yeah, oh, for real. Because people who have, I guarantee you, the people who made this show have a bunch of ape board ape NFTs. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they're like, how can we like get more people interested in board ape NFTs? Let's create an anime. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, speaking oh, speaking of God. anime, did you guys see that? Um, Rick and Morty is developing a anime. I
1: saw that and yeah. uh, I never watched Rick and Morty so I don't know if I'm going to watch
0: this. Oh, okay. That's fine. I mean, it's a, it's Rick a and Morty's great. Show. It's a good show. uh I'm, there's I, some I, questionable I, I, things I heard... but it's good.
1: I've heard it's a good show. It just I, I've never had the
0: moments to just sit down and watch it. Like
2: you should t- you should take a moment. It's yeah. pretty it's pretty
1: funny.
0: <laughs> I will I will say something that might trigger some of our listeners. And Uh-oh. you might get you might get some hate mail, Devin.
1: Oh believe me, I got plenty already. <laughs> Thanks, oh, Chris. No
0: uh, what I will say <laughs> about Rick and Morty is it is a great show, but has a very toxic fan base. And I, really?
1: I yes. really want to make a comment, but I'm going to let it go.
0: It, it Unfortunately, Rick and Morty does have a toxic fan base. Uh It didn't always start off that way, though, but it just kind of morphed into it.
1: But I feel like that's become virtually everything. Every people like everything is going to eventually develop a toxic fan base.
0: Yeah, especially something very popular like, you know, Rick and Morty. Oh, absolutely. Speaking of
1: popularity, yes, uh, Mason. I know that you've played Yu-Gi-Oh. I know, I, you've, I know you've done tournaments. Uh, now, Chris, have you ever done a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament? No. Uh, I have never done a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament myself. I we played we had you Chris and I we had the card game. Uh, I played the games. Thoroughly loved Yu-Gi-Oh. Watched the anime, and that's how I got into it. Yeah. Now, Mason. Do you remember a card by the name of Change of Heart?
0: Yes, I do, because I had it in my deck before it inevitably got banned.
1: Now, why did it get banned to begin with?
0: So, Change of Heart is a very powerful card. It's a spell card that's quick casting, which means, you know, it functions very similarly to like an instant spell in Magic the Gathering, where you can kind of activate it from your hand, No. uh, I think on your turn. Uh, I don't remember like the exact like turn involvement. If it's like you know on your opponent's turn, or if it's your turn, or you know what have you. It's been a long time. Anyway, the effect itself allows you to gain control of your enemy's monster that they have on the field.
1: <laughs> Scam scummy. It's,
0: it's, like, just... it's almost like uh, mind control.
2: So free tribute is what it was.
0: Yeah, pretty much. So, and yeah, you can do that with like you can steal somebody's monster, put it on your side of the field, and use it as a tribute to summon an even more powerful monster.
1: Yeah. So here's what the card says: Select one monster on your opponent's side of the field. Take control of the selected monster until the end phase of this turn. Yes. So you literally could take control, do an attack, you could sacrifice, you could do whatever you wanted. And there was no real limitations as to what you, which card you could do this on. <laughs> you had a, a three-headed, blue-eyed, white dragon against you. Change of heart. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean there are some cards that cannot be targeted with with spells, but uh, Change of Heart was very, very powerful, very oppressive. So that's why I got banned. However, Konami just released their recent, you know, updates to the ban list, and they unbanned Change of Heart.
1: Now does it give an actual reason why it unbanned this card after thirteen years?
0: It didn't go into why the one thing they did do is give it a slight unban they're limiting copy ah, excuse me limiting copies to only one per deck
1: that's I just think this is so funny because like yeah it is I forgot because I remember when this card got banned because. Um, I, I was doing a little bit of research, and they said this card only ever made an appearance once in the Yu-Gi-Oh! series. And yeah, that it was uh, with Bakura. Yes, literally that. And apparently, right after that episode, people were using it in tournaments, and they felt it to be way too overpowered.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a very powerful card, so it's understandable.
1: And to see that it has finally been back, I guess... It, yeah i don't still play Oh. i don't have the time but uh congratulations change of heart
0: and welcome to being unbanned yeah for it's been what 17 years
2: yeah welcome to 2022 <laughs> baby yeah. we haven't seen you since 2005
0: yeah no, <laughs> man, welcome, welcome to 2022 everything's on fire
1: who would have <laughs> guessed that uh, 2005 would have been the best year A lot of (laughs) things are getting ready to happen.
0: Um, I I wouldn't be opposed to go going back in time.
1: No, no, no. I I would choose a different. I I know which year I would choose, but like I don't want to be that same age.
0: What what year would you choose?
1: I think for me, if I was the same, if I was the age that I am now, I would go back to two thousand ten. Okay, because I have enough knowledge about what to expect um the market was the whole world market was not as crazy as it was now the car market was not insane uh i feel like i'm wiser i feel like i would do really well in 2010.
0: yeah i think i'm right there that's fair that's a good that is a good time period
1: yeah so let's change it up let's talk about movies um now we always talk we talk a little bit about disney here and there and uh one of my probably favorite and most watched movies was the original Pirates of the Caribbean with Johnny Depp, mm-hmm. uh, Keira Knightley, oh, yeah. and Orlando Bloom? Fantastic movie made, based off a Disney roller coaster. Now they made several of these. I want to say they made five Pirates of the Caribbean, correct? I want to say five. Uh, I think so.
2: I just know the last one was like Dead Man Tells No Tales or something like that, yeah, but I don't was, know the number.
1: Yeah, I think that was the fifth one with Javier Bardman. The one before that had um Sofia Vergara, and then the three before then had like Kira Knightley and Orlando Blue. Now, if you guys are watching, as of right now, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard are going through their whole little trial. Um, yes, yeah, the,
0: the the circus. The
1: It's literally a sidebar. Have any of you watched the circus?
0: Yes, I, I've, I've watched uh, a tidbit here and there. A
2: clip i've watched a clip
1: or two and that's
0: it it's interesting yeah i mean i've never seen a court case get this much notoriety since probably oj
1: oh yeah and yeah that's fair i've never watched a court case where i'm like i felt like i knew one of the people on the stands yeah like Johnny Depp has I, has been in almost everything. He's been a part of our childhood for a very long time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Whether it's uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, whether it's the Fantastic Beast movie, he's done he's done says Edward Scissorhands. Yep,
0: I was he's just going to say
1: that. He's done so many different films. It's weird to see that he's losing out on roles. He lost the Fantastic Beast role and he also made an announcement that he has absolutely zero intention to ever return back to Pirates of the Caribbean.
0: I did hear that as well, which is very unfortunate because he, for all intents and purposes, he was the lifeblood of uh, Pirates in in my eyes.
2: Same. I agree. Honestly, like that original cast, just like, they just like hit on every degree possible. And that's why they made like five movies. (laughs) And like, even like the 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 toward the end of it like it didn't have all the cast anymore um which was sad <laughs> cuz i just i just loved the that original 3 <laughs> yeah,
0: it, i believe it was the first two films that just had both orlando bloom and uh cara knightley yeah i think it was just the first two movies you know uh D- dead men's chest and you know pirates of the caribbean
1: yeah. So apparently the producer of Pirates of the Caribbean has said that at not that Johnny Depp will not be returning at this point, which means that I think that he's left it very vague the saying, if Johnny wishes to come back, he can't. But mm. at this current moment, they're getting ready to write the Pirates of the Caribbean six, which I, in my opinion, I don't know if they need to, I think you just kind of let it lie. But they have found a new lead, and instead of it being an actor, it's an actress mm-hmm. and it being an actress that we all know, recognize, and love uh Marco Robbie, who yeah. is um who is um Mason, who is she who harley, Quinn. Is she? harley Quinn yeah she, she, she
0: you know she she got most of her notoriety from Wolf of Wall Street, but uh she's also you know making waves as Harley.
1: And she also did I Tanya,
0: yes. And, and she is in the upcoming movie about Barbie.
1: Yep. And she, did, <laughs> yeah, she's literally she's Disney's back. <laughs> That's
2: uh, that's pretty good. You know what? Real quick with that the Barbie one, yeah. I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: <laughs> that's pretty good. I am I'm disappointed though. The 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 song Barbie will not be in the film. Oh, that's, co- Why that's is garbage.
2: that's
1: garbage. Barbie not going to be in the film? That doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah, I it, know. They
2: I were They didn't feel like paying the guy.
0: I'm <laughs> a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. I
2: wonder if the guy makes music still. <laughs> I don't know. I
1: don't
0: know.
1: But I feel like they, since they're not going to include it in the main soundtrack, mark my words, there's going to be like an end credit scene where she's, getting, where she's getting in her car and the radio turns on and it's an I'm a Barbie girl. And she's like, what the hell is this? And it turns to the station.
0: Yeah. Um, it it looks interesting though
1: yeah but margarabi is set to be leading pirates of the caribbean sex do you Mm. think this is a right move do you think you're do you think this is a good idea do you think they should put the series to rest what do you guys think i
2: say put it on hold for a few years you know like it's, it's like what i say with video games call of duty and has just needed to just stop churning out game after game, year after year. Mm-hmm. They just need they need to stop, let the creative juices flow and come back in a few years once once it's fresh again.
0: I um, definitely agree with that.
2: Like and I'm talking for pirates, I might even say t- tell you like eight years. Like just sit just sit far away out of the 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 like everyone's mind. Come back. Everyone gets excited again. Um hopefully this uh like I hope this trial is so weird and crazy. I hope uh, that it gives, like, I don't know, gives Johnny back a good name. Like, cause it's, it's hard to tell because it's so like, it's like a damn soap opera, like a Jerry Springer yeah. show or some shit. Like, you have no idea what the fuck is going on or like, you're like, who's telling the truth or who's not. I hope that in some way he's able to clear his name if he, if, if that's like, the right thing to do, you know, like if he truly deserves his name cleared um, and be go back to acting again, because he is a fantastic top tier actor. He's he's seriously like uh, top 10 in my book.
1: Hmm. I would agree with that.
0: I would agree as well.
1: And the woman that he is in current trial with Amber Heard, she apparently had to have her roles limited in Aquaman 2. Because, uh, I don't know if this survey's is good. I, I want to watch the trial play out because I don't really know uh, who here is at fault. From what I can tell, I would say it's probably a 50 50 problematic on both of their sides. Mm-hmm. It was just two, two people who do not deserve to be near each other.
0: Yeah. The only reason why I say good is because she kind of threw the first stone in the op-ed. Right. Where she slammed him, you know, publicly. Without any sort of evidence to back it up, it was just you know, a he said, she said sort of thing, and then you know, Johnny was you know, seen guilty in the court of public opinion before he had a chance to even prove his innocence, right? And got removed from you know, money making opportunities. So, you know, shouldn't the same thing ap- apply to Amber? I don't know, yes. That's Absolutely. I, I think the same treatment should be, but that's just yep. my opinion. It might be wrong. Who knows?
1: Well, we'll see. But as of right now, they are both both losing out on gigs, yes. time, and money while they figure this whole thing out. And uh, hopefully there's a solution that's found, and I hope that uh, the truth comes out. Now, obviously, they're in court. Yes. So since they're in <laughs> court – man, this is a transition <laughs> – we have we Attorney at laws. Chris, I believe you can bring us the story.
2: Yeah, yeah. So uh Disney is out. I like She-Hawk. <laughs> I really do. Disney <laughs> uh Disney uh brought out a trailer for the She hulk series that's coming to Disney Plus. But the problem is is it's not uh it's not she hulk how I imagined she would be. Nude. Um, like Bruce, Bruce Banner, when he plays the Hulk, he, he bulks the fuck up. Like you can tell there is a, a very big difference from Bruce Banner to Hulk. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't, what is she Hawk's name? I don't actually know her normal name.
1: I anymore. do not know. Uh, okay. One second. I can actually tell you, um, because
2: <sighs> to Marissa or something, um,
1: I love so okay, She-Hulk's actual name is Jennifer Walter She-Hulk. And she so she so
0: Hulk is actually a part of her name. Yeah,
1: that that's is funny. That's, that's Jennifer hilarious. Walter She-Hulk. But that's yeah, so go, with that... Walters, go with Jennifer Walters. Just go Jennifer Walters.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, Jennifer Walters, it just so I'm like, okay. That's fine. That's that's just fine. Jennifer Walters. And then you you see the morph to She-Hawk. Yeah. It just she just looks taller. (laughs)
1: And Green, like she I mean, I hate to say this. I watched the trailer. She looks bad. It looks
0: I don't know who is in charge of the special effects, but do better.
1: (laughs) We need like we need a bullying campaign like we did for Sonic.
0: Yeah, Sonic for real.
2: Oh my god, yes.
1: And like, this I, one I'll
2: support because I wanted the I wanted Sonic with those teeth.
1: <laughs> and this is why nobody likes you, Chris. Not exactly. <laughs> but, but no, I we're, we're not saying that we're completely against she hawk because oh, it's woman; oh. There shouldn't be a woman. No, we're just saying it actually looks bad. It, like, yes, <laughs>
0: but, like, watch the trailer and let us know on Twitter what you think. But like, Ooh, it looks kind of bad. Like,
2: yes. Yeah, she- Okay. As, a,
1: as a series, it as a series, it looks like it's going to be a typical sip, sitcom like we saw with Wandavision, but just visually, it just doesn't look right. New. Nope,
2: nope. They yeah. Disney missed the mark on this one. It, yeah. it kind of looks like um, uh, the Toon Squad, uh, the Goon Squad. You know, like some like how some of those dudes like bulked up, and then yeah. some of them just got like just tall, and they were still skinny. She kind of looks like one of them. <laughs> it, it,
1: <laughs> it seems, but from my perspective, it seems like she's the, the She-Hulk shot all of her scenes separately and then was digitally added later to all the scenes. And it just looks dis, dis disorienting. Like at least the Hulk looks like it could kind of exists in this realm. She-Hulk does not. And I hope that Disney realizes, yo, um, we might need to delay this shit. I don't think they absolutely should. yeah it, think, it, it needs
0: some more work uh, definitely.
1: Yeah, but let's go ahead and give our final story of the evening yeah. and that has to do with a leak. Now when it comes to leaks, at this point I feel like we can trust pretty much all the leaks. Let's be honest. Basically, basically, there's been very little time where a leak happened and it turned out not to be true. Yeah. Yes. No, that's fair. False.
0: No, it's pretty accurate.
1: And it's even more confirming when the developer or the publisher makes no comment and the images get pulled immediately. Now, what we're talking about here is Silent Hill. Yes, a, a game that everyone has had bated breath for release, and the the blooper team CEO refuses to comment about this,
0: which isn't surprising.
1: Which, which tells us, okay, this is real.
2: Yeah, yeah. There, I will say, I'm act, I'm really glad it's them because. They're like the first horror game I've ever beaten because <laughs> they made the medium. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm like happy. I was like, maybe it'll be maybe it'll be doable for me mm. because I've never beaten any other
0: one.
1: <laughs> I'm I've never beaten a Resident Evil.
0: Really? Neither have I. Nope. No. Nope. Surprising. I I've I've beaten multiple Resident Evils.
2: They stress me out. I can't do it. The the biohazard I tried to play the biohazard one it like literally like like three really years really? ago. Nope. It made me so claustrophobic. Uh-huh. I was like, I am reconsidering life. I'm just gonna ah! go ahead and install <laughs> this game.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. So the the Silent Hill in question is actually allegedly a Silent Hill 2 remake. And okay. the the teams have been kind of like um no we we're not commenting on that so that's literally going to tell you that this is a real thing now the question you might be asking yourself is why are they remaking silent hill 2 when they can just make a brand new game like pt well mm-hmm. the reason why is silent hill this is gonna, this might be some this piece i'm might get mad but we're gonna we're gonna talk about it silent hill has not been the best horror series let's be honest
0: no
2: it hasn't no it's pretty fair now,
1: I agree with that. The Silent Hill games live on better in our memories than it did in reality. And so at this point, you kind of have to go back to your original well. Well, not your original well, Silent Hill 2. But you have to go back to what, when the last time it was good, and that was Silent Hill 2. I uh, disagree.
0: Well, again, I, that's I
1: would, Yeah, go I ahead. Would
0: argue, I would argue uh, Resident Evil 4.
1: Well, not Resident Evil 4, Silent Hill.
0: Oh, oh, my God. I am like, <laughs> what the hell? Wow. wow that was... Out of left field. Wow. and slip. <laughs> wow, that was pretty Yeah. I mean, both involved, like, zombies. That is true. That <laughs> yeah. is true. Oh, like, both gosh.
1: involved zombies. And, and uh, on it...
0: this episode of Uninformed Gamers.
1: Mason is the uninformed gamer of the day.
0: Jeez, I, I uh, What usually, a slip up. Usually it's Jesus. me.
1: Um, uh, but no, Silent Hill. Yeah, you are
0: right, though. You are right. Silent Hill 2 was amazing.
1: Yeah. And there was an an actual article that came out that said, why Silent Hill has never matched Resident Evil's success. And it's not just the list of just bad games, walking mechanics, and just overall, like, just not being fun as Resident Evil is. It's that what makes Silent Hill and uh, Resident Evil different Resident Evil is backed by Capcom, and Silent Hill is unfortunately backed by Konami.
0: Yeah, and Konami doesn't yeah. have a good track record. Nope. No.
2: So- I don't remember the last good thing Kon- Konami released. I won't lie to you.
1: Uh, Metal uh, Gear Solid I- 5 Phantom Pain. Yep.
2: I never played it.
1: <laughs> I, I don't recommend it to you, Chris.
2: All right, cool. I
0: won't play it. It's a good game. It's just you have to play all the other ones to really kind of understand everything. Yeah. And And I haven't. Yeah. Unfortunately. It's just the the thing that left a sour taste in my mouth with five was, you know, how Konami treated uh, Hideo Kojima.
1: Yep. And Hideo Kojima was just like, I'm out this bitch. You all made
0: his own company.
1: And Konami's just kind of been flailing around ever since. I don't know Mm -hmm. exactly what their purpose is anymore,
0: but. Kachinko.
1: Ugh. (laughs) um but we'll see i do you think that a silent hill 2 remake if it's going to be published or developed by uh konami do you think this is going to be what's going to bring silent hill back into the boat to compete against resident evil or do you think this just might be another too little too late type of thing
0: definitely too little too late
2: yeah i'm getting that that vibe as well honestly
1: Sam, I think that with the direction Resident Evil is going with Resident Evil Village being a phenomenal runaway success, uh, even the Resident Evil before that one being a phenomenal success and taking the genre in a different direction, I think horror fans really wanting to see things going into a new uncharted territory, no pun intended. Now, if you're going back to revisit your classics... I don't know. I don't think it's going to work out for you. I think Silent yeah. Hill. Is, I think it Silent Hill is a world that you really can explore a lot of, and you can do a lot with. I don't think this is going to be it. But to be fair, people are going to buy it regardless because people love nostalgia.
0: Yes, yes, they do.
2: Absolutely.
1: <laughs> All right, guys, let's go ahead and do our sign offs. I am Devin, also known as Darkness Tiger. You can find me controlling the Twitter page at Uninformed Gamers, or you can find me at the top of every leaderboard except for Gran Turismo at this current moment. Um, if you like what we do, be sure to give us a like or a share. Be sure to share us. Tell your friends about us. We're just a little podcast video doing the best we can. Go ahead, Mason.
0: I have been Mason, also known as Rad Dreams from Rad Dreams Review. I'll be having some more videos come out probably at the tail end of this week as well as some next week. So look forward to that drop. Uh, Feel free to give me a follow at Twitch as well, Rad underscore Dreams and Twitter, Rad underscore Dreams.
2: All right. And uh, I am Chris or Chameleon. You can find me at Twitter, at Chameleon Games. Um, and you can also find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash iChameleonEye. I. fun to hang out with you boys.
1: As oh, yeah. always, y'all, we will catch you next time. Have a good day. Bye. Later. Peace.